Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. Today, I get to bring back a guest that I had last week. Daniela DiNardo is back with us again, and we're going to continue our conversation about being adopted from Romania and now living in the United States. And just a quick little background on Daniela. Please go back to episode one to hear all of her beautiful accomplishments here. But Daniela was born in Romania and was adopted and by an Italian-American family and grew up in New York City. Um, Daniela is, she's wonderful is what she is. I just lost my train of thought. Daniela has um, done many things in, in her life, but right now her focus is on Sound Healing, a business that just launched in May of 2019. Her company is called Namaste Meditated, and Daniela and her company is dedicated to helping individuals find solace within and navigating to their truest purpose by using crystal alchemy singing bowls and meditation. Stepping into her sound healing career, she has harnessed her truest passion and talents to serve others, and she does that beautifully. Welcome back, Daniela. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to do this. So we covered a ton of information in part one. And so listeners, if you need the background on Daniela about being adopted in Roma- from Romania, it, she's got a great um, story. It's just a fabulous story. Please go and listen to part one. But now in part two, I want to dive in a little bit more about, about your personal experience. Once you got to be older and, and understood that you were adopted and how all of that affected you So my first question that I would like to ask you is, how old were you when you found out that you were adopted? Oh, okay. So I was actually uh, pretty young. Um, I I don't remember the exact age. I I think I was young, probably about four or five. Um, and I was at the country house with my mom during the summer and I had been watching something on, you know, VHS, I think it was a uh, full house and, you know, they have had, they had all the kids in the house and it was so busy and, and full. And, um, I was wondering, okay, all right, like this, that looks like fun. Where's every, where's everyone else for me? And so I asked my mom, not really like thinking, you know, you know, do I have any, like, where are my brothers and sisters? And she said, well, you actually, you do have some, um, you have a brother and two sisters and they're from Romania. You were, you were adopted in Romania and you know, you're here now and we love you. And that was it. Oh, wow. So, okay. So you have 
one brother and two sisters in Romania. Yeah, I I have no contact with the family there. I just it I I just never really was interested in pursuing contact. I had heard so many different stories where you know, not only, I mean, some people just don't want to meet the child that they gave up for adoption, but then also some people um, in those circumstances want actually, actually want some sort of, uh, I guess you'd call it like reimbursement from the child that they put up for adoption because they see it as like, okay, we give you up for adoption. This allowed you to have this great life. What's our cut? And that's, you know, not true for everyone, but it was just never a scenario I was interested in, in putting myself. But someday, you know, yeah, I may go back just to visit the country. Right. Wow. And that to me is so amazing that there that there could be that feeling. I suppose it's a little bit like in envy also that you, you know, you were adopted. You lived this really great life over in the United States and we deserve to be reimbursed for you having this fabulous life. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's the things that you just never even would think of that. I find that just wildly fascinating. So, and, and on the flip side, I mean, I have a, a girlfriend who actually my mom connected with her mom when they were both in Romania looking to adopt children. Her mom ended up adopting two twin boys out of an orphanage they had I think been one year one year old at that point or a little over one year and she um, she was a baby just like myself and we were both in the hospital Um, and she actually went on to um, go back to Romania and she is now there um, caring for the family that has been orphaned by her birth parents so she's taking care of the younger generation and the, uh, I guess, the grandparents, too, right now. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, super, super incredible. Wow, so she's back there right now doing that. Is that what you said? Yeah, yep, yep. She went back and she got a dual citizenship so she could oh. stay and, and help them. That, wow, wow. All the beautiful things that happen, right? I mean, it's just yeah. Yeah, so, so gorgeous. So you know for sure you have one biological brother and two biological sisters. Now, did your mom and dad, um, your mom and dad, you know, the, your parents in New York yeah. City, did they have any children or are you the only child? Oh, no. I'm, I'm the only child. Yep. Okay. And is that pretty great being the only child? Yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was all right. It had its perks, but I'll be honest, you know, there were a lot of those moments when they didn't want to drive me around as a kid up at the country house that I really would have liked somebody to play with. Right. <laughs> yes, it's got its ups and downs. <laughs> exactly. You got it. Oh, absolutely. Wow. All right. So what what would you say was the hardest thing about being adopted or or is there even a hard thing about being adopted honestly you know i i think i think in the subconscious maybe it has some effect to some degree at some point but nothing that i can like really pinpoint 
Um, but what I can say is it's the only downside that I've really encountered this far is one, I can't run for president yet. And two, I, um, I, I, uh, I don't, I, I don't know my health history. So it's sure, you know, other than doing a DNA test, every time I go to the doctor, you know, they're like, Oh, and what's your history? You know, that, this, that, and the other, and it's like, I don't know, just do everything, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really more of like a biological, I guess, uncertainty rather than like a emotional uncertainty, if that makes sense. Yes, completely, completely. So you didn't, when you were adopted, there's not any information that came over from your mother or your father about any kind of um, health concerns that, you know, anything that's. Honestly, I don't, I don't even think that they, you know, they might've known, you know what I mean? Like they, they definitely weren't, you know, they were from a poor, you know, country, you know, a bigger city, but, you know, well out in the outskirts. And it's just, you know, I I don't think that was something that was really thought of then. Right, right. Okay. So do you have, um, you're, are you married right now or no? You're not married, right? No, I have a boyfriend though. We've been together for some time and we'll see. Yeah. So do you think, is that the we'll see? Do you think you'll have kids? Are you, how do you feel about having children or, or is that something you even think about? You're busy doing your, your sound healing and I'm not even, I'll I'll be honest. I still, I still feel pretty young, like just emotionally, not really there yet. Um, But I mean, I've always had like the thought of, oh, I was adopted. So maybe someday I'll adopt too. But other than that, I haven't really given it much thought. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So what, what would, what is, do you believe is the greatest blessing of being adopted? And, and maybe you haven't even discovered all of it yet. I feel like all these type types of questions are sometimes we have to go our whole lifespan and be able to see all of the gifts and um, blessings that we have out of a situation that, you know, sometimes we just don't fully know until we have lived a long, 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 long life. So up until <laughs> this day, um, what do you, what is the biggest blessing for you for being adopted? I, I think as I get older, it's easier to see it as, wow, well, that could have not happened like that, you know, and yeah. to see it as more of like luck, you know what I mean? And see, uh, see it as how, see just see how lucky I was, you know what I mean? And realize that it could have not been me and it, you know, I could have gone somewhere else or not, you know what I mean? So that, that's kind of where, where it's really struck me and made me feel lucky. Right. Do you feel like, does it feel to you like, um, and I'm doing air quotations that uh, <laughs> you just kind of ride with lady luck. Does it feel, because that it's a phenomenal story, how your mother was able to um, come to the hospital and get you when literally you're just weeks away before ending up in a um, orphanage. But does it feel like, like your whole life you've been kind of lucky? 
Yeah, definitely. I can absolutely see that. And I think it's so funny when, you know, some people, they really want to have like that concrete plan in place. Um, but, you know, sometimes I think it's by luck, you know, or chance that things happen. Like I just started down the path of sound healing because I crossed paths with somebody and then decided to go have a private sound bath one day. And I was like, wow, what was that? <laughs> and yeah. so just, you know, all just by chance, I happened to cross paths with her and then go down that, that avenue. So I definitely think that luck has kind of uh, prevailed. And sometimes, I mean, I've, I've, I think for a long time when I didn't know really what I wanted to do, um, specifically, and I, I just kept, you know, wanting to help people. Like, that's all I could really tangibly say, because I have no stomach to be like a doctor or a surgeon or anything useful like that. So I had to think of something else that I could do to help. Um, and I think that so many people go into college with like the plan of the, what they want to do. And I kind of kept thinking like, okay, my plan is to get through college. Um, let's see what happens after with this business thing. And I think all by luck and circumstance, it's kind of led me to where I'm, where I am. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause you're a little ways, it's great to have all of that business background from, from school and, right. and to have your business now. Absolutely. But yeah, you're in a, you are in a different arena right now doing the sound healing and the sound baths. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But um, I want to know, because you you are absolutely a healer. You love helping everybody or helping people. I shouldn't say everybody. You love helping yeah. people, those who are seeking help. And, and you yeah. are very good at it. So what, what advice would you give to a young mother who is thinking of placing her child up for adoption? Mm, that's so, it's tough just because it's, you know, every situation is so different. Um, but honestly, if it's going to better the child, I would have no hesitations about it, especially because, you know, of how lucky we are to have the healthcare system that we do. And, you know, it's, you might worry, you know, what if they don't get adopted right away, but it's just, they, they will, they're adorable. They're cute. They're babies and they're going to be okay. You know, and, and if you really, really think that by giving the child up for adoption is going to better the child, then trust that intuition. Um, because I, I think they will be. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And what would you say to a person who has discovered that they are adopted or maybe they have known for a long time and they're struggling with that? They're just having a really hard time accepting the fact that they were adopted. What are your words of wisdom around that? I think it's easy to, um, I don't want to dumb it down by saying overthink it, but I think it's easy to kind of go down the rabbit hole of thoughts of, you know, oh, well, what is, you know, just all the questions that could arise. And I think that, you know, I, I find myself mostly wondering, like, 
I think it's fascinating that people look like other people in their family and stuff like that. Because yeah. I mean, everybody said, people say I look like my birth parents, which I, I guess I, I, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not my birth parents, like my parents, they say I look like my parents. Yeah. And I know that I'm adopted and I always think it's so funny. But then I always think, oh, wow, it's so weird that there's other people out there who might, you know, have my eyes or something like that. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. kind of where I go with the thought process. But I'd say if somebody's struggling with it personally, you know, just dive into and ask yourself, what do you want to know? Like, what what is going to make you feel sure because where you come from is who raised you. You know what I mean? It's not, I mean, I come from Romania, but that's not, you know, people ask, like I tell them my story, I'll tell them where, when I'm adopted and they say, Oh, do you speak Romanian? It's like, no, I wasn't there. I just was adopted from there. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's who raised you that really, you know, forms your life. Like my parents raised me. So that's who my family is. Right. Right. Absolutely. And it's very much, and I love that. I love that people say to you that you look so much like your parents because I think we do. I think the people we spend the majority of time with that we end up having resemblances to them. And I have to be careful with that because my husband has a beard. And so it's like, I don't want to have any of that stuff going on. But I, I, I think we do. I think we have resemblances to the, to the people we spend time with. And, um, I just love it. And I know that this, your identity is absolutely not that you have been adopted. And I know that you know that, and, and you're just a beautiful human being, but I was just so taken aback when you were sharing your story about um, being adopted from Romania. And it was like, Oh, I just, I just need to know more about this and, and have you on the show. And yeah, I love, I love what you've had to, say to other people the wisdom that you shared in advice if you know I'm thinking about putting this baby up for adoption I don't know for sure and you know I'm struggling with knowing that I am adopted and I find it so wonderfully comforting that you are so well adjusted and happy and just living this beautiful life and doing fabulous things with your parents, because I know you're going to be doing this great trip with them here pretty soon Well, they're already there, but you're meeting up with them. And yes. it's just being able to live that full life. And, you know, what a blessing that, that your parents adopting you is such a beautiful blessing. And, you know, you're just Daniela and that's just part of your story amongst many, many, many other things that make you everything that you yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. So tell us a little bit. So you, you had a personal sound bath with somebody and that led you down the path of you becoming a sound healer yourself. So can you share with us what happened with you when you had the personal sound bath? What did you experience? Yeah. So I had a sound bath with the copper vessel and I went there with really no expectation because I, other than what I had experienced um, kind of online, I had no idea what to expect. Mm -hmm. And um, when she, you know, had me laying down on the floor, you know, with the blankets and the pillows, it's all comfortable. And then I had the sound bath and I told her, I said, you know, she asked me what you know, 
what kind of intention do you want to set for this sound bath? I said, honestly, I really have no idea other than I just kind of want to connect with my breath. And I literally, I realized, you know, with work and just everything like that, just the way I've been feeling from work, I hadn't even been taking a full breath. Like maybe I had, you know, scientifically, but it did not feel like a full breath. Like it felt like, like a choking breath. Like, mm. like I was not, you know, like I was okay, but like, I just, I wasn't breathing. And right. when I left that first session, I really, I felt like I had connected with that inhale and exhale and just the clarity, um, you know, that came afterwards. I think I was super impacted. And during the sound bath, I actually, like, right at the end, I felt as, like, I knew I was laying on the floor. And this never, ever happens to me. But I was, knew I was laying, laying on the floor. And I felt like my feet flew right over my head. Like, somebody <laughs> flipped me on one of those zero gravity things. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I, and I knew, and, you know, I just felt my fingers. And I knew where I was. You know, I was okay. But it yeah. was the weirdest thing. And and so, yeah, ever since that, I've been hooked. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, because it's such an experience. I've not had a private sound bath like that. Um, so I, I've not been able to experience that only in, in a group setting. But, yeah, that's a phenomenal way to experience a sound bath. Yeah, it was super amazing. And, and just, and just uh, like I said, the clarity that I found afterwards, you know, really connecting with that intention that I set, even though yeah. it seems so small, you know, just the inhale and exhale and really, like, you know, being present for that breath because, I, like I said, I felt like I hadn't been breathing. Right. Well, and the majority of people go through life with that shallow breathing that you were talking about. It's so shallow. It's not even coming close to reaching the bottom lobes. Of yeah, our not at all. No. So, and, and we don't recognize that most of the time, unless somebody helps and walks us through that. So it's beautiful that you got to reconnect with your breath. And from that moment on, I'm assuming I mean that you are very conscious of your breath and connecting with it yeah. all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Daniela, I am so grateful uh, to have you on the show and for you to share all of this information about Thank your story you. up until now. Yeah. Because our time is starting to come, come close here. So I'm going to start um, driving this home, but I want to thank you first of all for being so honest and so authentic and sharing uh, your story with us and, and sharing your family with us, um, your family in Romania and your family in the United States and, um, you know, really just being open and vulnerable in that. And thank you so very much. I'm so grateful for that. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cause it's, it's fantastic. So now we're on to fun, wonderful sound healing, um, uh, baths and I, I would imagine personal one-on-one -on -one sound healings that you're doing. So yeah. for, for the listeners to get in touch with you, what is the easiest way for them to reach you? Oh, so they would want to go ahead and either go directly to my website, which is www.namastemeditated.com, uh, 
or they can follow me on Instagram at Namaste Meditated, or they can follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Namaste Meditated. Perfect. Perfect. And that information will be in the show notes. So anybody who is driving or doesn't have paper and pen close by, no worries. Information will be in the show notes. And so you can jot all of that information down. And I know that you have a list of live events that are are either posted or will be coming up very soon. So if people are in the, I know you said the New York City area. And if they're in the Albany, Albany, New York, upstate uh, or Western Massachusetts, um, all that kind of area. I'm right, right. Currently I'm up uh, in Albany, New York, which is kind of at the corner of Massachusetts, Vermont and New York. So (laughs) a little bit of everything. There you go. The corner of happy and healthy. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much, Daniela. Um, And again, I will make sure that we get the Albany, uh, New York, and their upstate New York in there so people can find your live events and attend them because you are a gifted healer. And um, again, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And for all of the listeners, I know that you gleaned nuggets of wisdom from this conversation, and hopefully you can help another young person who is struggling with anything around adoption. And in the meantime of this week to next week, I wish you very well and have a blessed and glorious week. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.